Well, hello everyone and welcome to Starkville's House of L. This is episode 86 for the Smallville episode Quest. I'm Steve. And I'm Derek. What's going on, Derek? Well, we're coming to you a day later. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my okay. fault. <laughs> tell them why that's your fault. It is my fault. I know, tell them why. Um, well, I was sitting there yesterday waiting to come back to my lo- recording locale and I fell asleep. He fell asleep. And I called and called, and he didn't answer. I was asleep. I know. I was. That's napping. why you didn't answer. It was a good day for napping yesterday, yeah, though. Well, good. I'm glad you got that out of your system, so we so. can bring this episode to you guys today. Right. Even if it is a day later. Oh well. Just, just so you know, that's going to come up again throughout this episode, probably. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I want to give you a fair warning. That All right. Well, you know, it's it's okay though because you had that awesome interview with Alan Richardson last week. Well, thank you. So. You're still all about that, aren't you? Well, I just love the way you had your gangster pose struck most of the time. Those arms crossed across your chest, just kind of looking at him, waiting on him to flow. I had my mic in my hand, too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you had your money on your mind and your mind on your money, buddy. I think you got that backwards. Well, it's all right. I'm white. Yeah, that's true. You are, you're the whitest person I know. I am. That's good. Well, we've got some stuff to talk about today, and we saw the next-to-last episode Thursday night of Season 7, which was entitled Quest, the 19th episode of the season, a much shorter season due to the WGA strike that, that strike that struck uh, back at the end of last year and carried the, over the into this year. The strike that stroke us. The strike that stroke us, and uh, we're, we're missing out on two extra episodes that we didn't get, but that's okay, because these last few have been... Uh, Oh God! I almost said epic, and I don't want to say that. They've, they, they've, they've been, been they've been really good. They have been yeah. really really good. Been and you know, I like to call what we saw Thursday uh, the next to last episode of Smallville as we know it. As yeah, because everything changes after May fifteenth. Indeed, it's a whole new ball game, and we've got to talk about a good bit of that today, just to get a little bit of shoe news out of the way. There is apparently a new episode of Shoe Cubed coming now. Last time we talked about Shoe Cubed. We had not heard the episode of it yet. That's true. And so they've kind of asked us for, to give our thoughts on Shoe. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, what, you go. You go first. You go first. You're the boss. Why me? I just, I'd like to hear what you have to think. Yeah, but you're that. white. Come on. Oh, and you um, overslept. It, you know, it, it really made me feel special. Uh-huh. Go. Yeah, me too. I felt special. Now, you you had an interview, though, in the whole thing. I did have an interview. What was that experience like for you? Um, pretty much like any other interview I've ever done, except Jen did it. Okay, all right. So, you good. said some nice things about me in that interview. Hey, and we haven't talked about your eulogy <laughs> on Shoe yet. So, Steve, if you haven't listened to Shoe Cube, and what Shoe Cube is, if you haven't heard yet, is and the way we do a podcast about Smallville and, and Terminator and Heroes and whatever Steve does on Geek Out Online. I never listened to it before. Uh, whenever we... Come on, laugh just a little mm. bit. I, it kind of stung, though. Did it fact. sting? Yeah. I've listened. Okay, I know. I'm caught up. I'm I know anxiously I, awaiting I know. episode eleven. Well, it doesn't take it doesn't take long to catch up. I mean, because if you, you jump in on the latest episode, you've got three months to go back and listen to the others. That's a good point. And you can so, do a lot in three months. Episode eleven's right. done though, right? We're waiting on it. Um, yeah. Is that the rumor? That's not true. I feel like episode, there should be. Here's what's like weird. Episode twelve is done. 
I don't even know what that means. Well, it means that episode 12 is done. I've got something recorded that, that I can't really put out until episode 12. I don't even know what that means. You haven't even told me about this. I'm sorry. We have some talking to do after we get done with shoe today. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Anyhow, we're talking shoe cube right now, not geek out loud. Yeah. The so we're podcast of geekoutonline.com. We're anxiously awaiting your interview with shoe cube now. I'm anxiously awaiting my interview because I like to talk about me. Because everybody thought, okay, well, Derek talked about Steve for like 75% of his interview. And so everybody automatically thinks, well, Steve will say a bunch of nice things about Derek. That's not the truth. Steve will not, just talk about himself. That's right. His entire interview. So. But I am a jerk like that. So. But Steve said he was listening to my portion of the interview, and he was very touched by some of what I said about him. So he said he was just going to put that part on his iPod and listen to it, like driving around town whenever he needed to pick me up or something. So I, I cut together a a piece for him using possibly the greatest music ever, the Incredible Hulk sad walking <laughs> yeah, away. The old, music. Yeah, the old sad walking away music from the Incredible Hulk. And you and you had someone take one of my pictures from my MySpace, yeah, my yeah. Facebook, I think. Hawkeye did a, uh, or Dave did a uh, picture of you and me cut together, and I look like a huge freaking bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't realize until after you listened to it. I mean, I thought it was funny when I did it, and then you wrote back and you were like, it sounds like you're talking at my funeral. It really does. Went back and listened to it the way it's cut together, it does pretty much sound like... Are we giving too much away right now? I think we are. Anyway... <laughs> So we're we're waiting to see what Shoe Cubed episode two, which will be on our apocalypse episode. I guess is that right? No sleeper. No, no, I mean they've got one in the can. I think they've just got to get it out. Yeah, so it'll be our sleeper episode. Yeah, and they um, <clears throat> those guys. I tell you what, they're working overtime. They really are working overtime, and you know they're doing a good. It's a great job. The editing is great. The AAC is great. You know, I'd like to say to a few of them, act like you're happy to be there. You know, have a little enthusiasm. Yeah, we're not paying you for this. Right. We're not seeing any money for this, so you shouldn't either. That's the way I feel about it. Outside of that, man, and, it, and I really did. I felt like a, a stinking celebrity listening to it, you know. Because, yeah. like, they went, they went to our Twitter. Yeah, that was a little weird. That was a little creepy. <laughs> Because now I feel like I need to, if I'm mad or something, to just put something out of anger, I feel like I need to go back and delete it before they can get their hands on it. Before, yeah. <laughs> before Heidi goes and reads it on the shoot. On May 1st, Derek had a shower. Oh, God. <laughs> well, what's what's that URL? Shoecube.podbean.com? Yeah. Something like that? I don't yeah. know it. You can subscribe through iTunes. That's all I know. Speaking yeah, of iTunes, things, yeah. speaking of podcasts, we want to give an honorable mention to two frequenters. Frequenters? Frequenties? I don't know what word you're trying to use. Frequent more than one, plural. Right. Frequent, Frequent what? folks. Frequent Pe- what? People on our forums. Frequent posters on the forums. Frequent posters. And that and would be mods, Crystal. One of them's a mod. One of them is a mod. And she writes on our for reviews for our site. Right. There you go. Crystal <laughs> and Logan have done a Bones podcast. I don't watch the Bones. I'm a big. I fan used of, to. I did for a while, and then I just never got back into. Why? I mean, it's a good show. I'm a big fan of the sisters Zoe and em, uh, Zoe and Emily, though, or Zoe, however you pronounce her name. I don't know who that is. You know Emily on the show? No. Like the, the Bones is Emily. Oh, okay. Or, or is Emily Dashnell? Her sister is the girl from like Elf. 
Oh, really? Yeah. They look I can see that just now. Alike. Yeah, I'm looking at them in my head, and they look very much alike. Uh, your head is a scary place to be, sir. I've been there. So More they have you done know. a Bones podcast, and I told I didn't tell them. I'm telling you now that I'm giving you an honorable mention. Squint Squad. Squint Squad. Squad. Squint Squad. Squint Squad. Is a Bones podcast, and that Squint. is BonesPodcast.LiveJournal.com. You gonna say like Sheriff Adams? Squinting. Squint Squad. <laughs> Squint Squad. Mr. Kent. Mr. Kent, so help me God if you don't listen to Squint Squad. Well, I, you know, you were talking about the Alan Richardson interview, and I realized there was one question I did not ask him, and this is, this is, our, this is our segue into Smallville News, by the way. Thank you. I did not much. ask him how it felt to be an action figure. I can tell you how it feels to be an action figure. How does it feel to be an action figure? It feels great. You're an action figure? Mm-hmm. I've, told, I've said this before on the show. Never heard this story. Yeah, Job of the Hut. You f- oh my gosh. Well, you fade in and out a lot when oh, I talk. Oh, so. oh, oh. That's pretty. You creepy. never remember anything we talk about. That's because I fall asleep when you talk. Mm. Okay, well that's fine. That's how do you think I fall asleep at night? Like three seconds of you got loud, and I'm gone for like nine, ten hours at least. You know how I fall asleep? You know how I know you're. Yeah. How do you fall asleep? I just know we got to record you. Ah, well, that must take care of it for you then. But the Smallville action figures for Justice are now available. I think they came out May 7th. Is that right, Steve? You don't know. I'm not talking. I don't want to put anyone to sleep. Oh, okay. May 7th. I'm going to make up a date. That is when those became available, and you can get those <laughs> online. Uh, I bought me a few because that was my gift from me to me for being such a good boy this year. You got a birthday coming up, too. Yeah, I do. Wednesday, May 14th. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Shut up. Don't tell people. <laughs> Everyone make sure you tell Derek happy birthday. Go ahead and send him my social security number while you're at it and any other pertinent information that you can find out there. Derek's social security number is 8. 8. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I bought those because I think they're cool. I told you they I'm, do look cool. I haven't had the opportunity to purchase them. Though. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own justice episode. <laughs> you okay? I'm good. Okay. What are you laughing at over there? I'm just laughing at you playing with your toys. Hey, they're fun. I tell you what, I won't play with is I got that Joker figure that everybody's been trying to get. Yeah, I picked one up myself. That's staying in package, sir. We were kind of like fleecers that day, weren't we? Going to our local WalMarts and getting all the ones ahead off the shelves. Yeah, I felt kind of silly taking four up to the ten items or less line with nothing. No, I take it back. I had an air filter too, so I had I had an air filter and four Dark Knight Joker figures. I just felt like a loser. Yeah, Cause I always because as a collector, I didn't really until right now. Now I do. Yeah, as a collector, I always hate people that do what I did. So what did you do? I just got every single one they had on the oh, shelves. Yeah, there was yeah. three on mine. And yeah. Yeah, I found three, and then on the way up to the front at the Sunglass Hut, there was another one sitting there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thanks, Sunglass Hut. What did Sunglass Hut have one for? And somebody just set it down. They they decided not to make that purchase. Yeah, that's like putting bread in the magazine aisle. I don't need bread. Here. I'll leave this right here. Yeah. Somebody, Maybe someone will pick it up while they're Walmart, looking for their Vogue. Somebody at Walmart will come by and get it. 
Maybe while they're flumming through the new Maxim issue, they'll get some bread. I'm looking at you, Xander. Pick it up. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's also something really cool, and I wish I was in. I'm hoping Will can go to this because Will lives in New York now. And he can get some pictures for us. The Metropolitan Museum of Art has got this superhero exhibit. Yeah, yeah. With all these statues and, and models and, and figures and everything. And I'd really love to check it out, but uh, I don't live in New York. But it's going to be there till like, September 1st-ish. So you got time, Will. You got time. Will's got plenty, and he's not doing anything. You got time and a half, Will. He's, Take he's, your time. He's, he's been, you know what he's been doing all week? Same thing Acting. I was doing. No, he's been sitting there waiting on somebody to come install their internet. Poor Will. I've been sitting here waiting on somebody to come fix my AC. And then just took it into my own hands. That's right. Are you okay today? Yeah, what'd you do? How did you fix your air conditioning by yourself? Well, I grew up around that kind of stuff. I know what I was doing. I just should have done it in the first place. What was wrong with it? Your mother. She will do that. Yeah. She'll mess up somebody's AC now. I know. I know. Happy Mother's Day, Derek. Just despite me, Happy Mother's Day, Steve. So, all that good stuff going on, and and Steve's got a birthday coming up. No, my birthday's in January. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Several. Uh, I was at a birthday party today. You were, and I think think you've already had your sugar high and crashed, because you're just kind of listless Crypto the Superdog's birthday party. Now, was that kind of like us having a, um, I, I don't know what to attest that to. Well, meaning it was that was the kids' little theme for the I birthday party. I understand, but crypto's you know gone. I'm trying to. Think yeah, of, it's it's real weird. I think he's been like watching reruns on Boomerang or something. Would that be like me having a Smurfs birthday party or something? Yeah, because it'd be just as hard to find stuff. I'm gonna have a California raisins birthday party. Cal, I've got some California raisins, dude. I do, I do too. You come. Over I've got their we'll, Christmas album. You come over and we'll have a party. Awesome, California raisins. Well, I was gonna say something like GI Joe or turtles, but all that came back. It's coming back. How about those G.I. Joe figures that are on the shelf that look just like the original packaging and everything? The 20th anniversary ones? Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. I think it's like 25th anniversary, isn't it? It may be. Yeah, that sounds more right. More writer. More writer? You are correct, sir. Well, we talked last week, and we actually talked in spoilers, about two new characters coming to Smallville, and casting breakdowns have gone out for that for the upcoming season, and we've kind of got... Uh, some information about that. It's not really that spoilery. What we told you last time was spoilery. The Took details. To find out it was just speculation. Ye- part of it. Yeah. Well, we said the girl might be Maxima. Right. And that's not spoilery because that was but just we pure were speculation. Uh, the first character we talked about, who is uh, male, I guess it's easier to say than that guy, is a guy by the name of Davis Bloom. They are casting for, and apparently they're trying to stunt cast this part. Really? Yeah, I heard that yesterday. They're trying to get somebody of some uh, notoriety behind this one. Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, Shia. He's going he's gonna... to... Shia LaBeouf, coming to Smallville. You heard it here first. Steve said it. And then um, this female that's going to have ties to Lex and, and kind of trip all over Clark, her, her name is going to be Tess. Tess Mocker. Miss Tess Mocker! Miss Tess Mocker! You know, what if, while kind of kind of a nod to Miss Tessmacher, what if it's kind of a nod to uh, the Contessa? 
Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I actually thought about that last night. You know, I was too busy trying to be a smart aleck. Well, that's not smart, Alec. You, see, you really hear Tess and Super something Superman, you automatically think of Miss Tessmacher. What about that red dress she wore when she was in that wreck? What about finding the toilet of the Fortress of Solitude? That was funny. Found it! I love that scene. Superman 2, Richard Donner cut. Pick it up! It was, all, it was also in the old... Uh, uh, I think it's in the what they call the restored international cut now. Yeah, yeah. But I remember true. seeing that when it was like used to be on ABC, ABC. It's like the Monday Night Movie or whatever. Yep. yep, yep, yep. I know, I know of what you speak. Um, the way they're describing this character, though, it doesn't sound like Miss Tessmacher. It really does kind Not of sound all. like the Contessa, right? The um, the kind of the power of persuasion and everything. The way they describe her, vengeful, sexy, determined. Why didn't they just bring in Mercy? Because Mercy's more of a bodyguard. I guess. Mercy's more of what Gina was. Dang, Gina. Dang, Gina. I do really think it, this may be more of the Contessa character. What was her that full name? That makes sense. I mean, I haven't even thought of that until you said it just now. You're welcome. And I will say to you, you're right. I agree with you. What What is her full name? She was married Contessa to Contessa Consuela Chiquito. <laughs> I don't think that's it, sir. <laughs> um, it's eight. Eight. <laughs> what is that from? I don't remember. I saw something the other night. They said, "What's your social security number?" And I said eight. Or he's like, he's like nine. You need about seven more. Oh, it man. was Iron Man. That's oh, right. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Pepper asks Tony, "What is?" God, we are dumb. Uh, That's right. What is the Contessa's full name? I'm gonna look it up. I don't. I really don't know. Oh, Baron Baron von Contessa. Baron von Contessa. I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna Next shoot you Contessa on the price for prices right. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you another no on that one because I think that is all wrong. Um, while I look for this though, we're gonna talk a little more about this. Is my fiance next Contessa on the prices right? <laughs> we just call her Tess. I still don't think that's it. Well, some I'm gonna be looking for this, but we're gonna talk about uh, Arctic a little bit because there is only one episode remaining in season seven, and that airs next Thursday night on the CW episode twenty. The seventh season finale. Steve, uh, some pictures came out for this. What do you? How do you feel about those? How do you feel about those, Derek? Well, I'm looking for this thing. So what we're what we're doing here is calling stalling while Derek looks for this. Well, I was I thought it was neat to see that Lex had the Omega Hedron. Yeah. From Supergirl. Yeah. Um, Omega. And that was I mean of course Le- I think it's just really cool that both Lex and Clark in the fortress. I mean it's going to. It just shows you just how huge this episode's going to be. Yeah. I agree completely, and I don't think... At this point, I don't think us saying that uh, them both being in the Fortress is anything spoilery, because, I mean, if you have seen anything regarding the episode, you know even the title of the episode. Even if you saw the ending of Quest, you kind of know how this is all happening, how this is all going down, uh, where Lex is being led... So uh, I'm excited to see exactly what happens because it's very Superman y. Yeah, it's uh, and it's um, Contessa Erica and Contessa Erica Alexandra del Portenza. Hmm. You're welcome. Good God, Lex Luthor was married eight times. 
Well, he's been married thrice on the Smallville show. Yeah, that he has. So he's almost halfway there. Yeah, he is. He's doing good. But he's only got one episode left, so he's got to marry four people in Thursday night's episode. Um, no. He doesn't? I mean, he's still got some stuff to do after, you know. Okay. Well, Arctic... He's got some work to do. He's got some macking to do. Arctic brings around a world of change, as we have said, in Smallville. A lot of things were going to go very, very different uh, after Thursday night. Season 8's going to be... I still haven't found the word to describe season eight yet. Um, oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure we'll find it. <laughs> It'll come to us. Trust me. Yeah, I. You know, I, I'm very trepidatious about season eight. I'm not. You know, in wrestling, wrestling fans have people they call marks, and those are people that no matter what happens in a match, no matter what the person does, they're always going to be a fan of this person, this individual. Um, and I, and I'm not a Smallville mark to the extent that I'm saying, well, everything Smallville throws out there is just perfect and wonderful. I love the show Mm -hmm. and I think I like it. And I think I like some things they've done more than even some fans have, but I just, I'm very, very leery of, um, of of next season. Well, I'll be leery. I'm taking next season with a grain of salt. No, be, be. I don't have a good verb. Or I want to be hopeful. I want to be hopeful well, that be it's going to be good. It's small. Well, though. but I can't. I can't be hopeful. Everything I hear, I just saying no, no. How did you? How did you feel when when they said they were bringing in Supergirl? I felt like no. All right then, shuddy. <laughs> it's been fine. I've said, well, I've said I'm going to give. You know, I mean, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm not like anti-Smallville all of a sudden. I just, I just don't see. They're, they've got a long way to go to convince me, and they can do it in the season premiere. I mean, I may come away from season eight oh one and be like, "This is the most awesome episode ever." Give them some leeway. They've had some some struggles over the past. I know month. they have. Uh, I know. Listen, Christmas. I'm not. I'm. I support the Smallville staff and everything that's going on, and I'm rooting for them. However, I just I'm I'm not really. I really don't know what to think about next season. Well, I'm, I'm a little leery all that. Uh, we really want to just send a, a nice thank you out to Oslo over at TV Guide for saying that Allison's probably not coming back because that flooded our inbox just fully on. That hasn't been decided yet whether or not she... Allison, that's still out there. Negotiations are still happening. So, I don't know. It just pissed me off when I read that because everybody automatically assumes the worst. Right. And you know what, you know what makes me a little bit more mad? Oh, here we go. Uh, this, here we go. Here television we go. without pity. Television without pity. Derek at <laughs> Derek at houseofelpodcast dot com. Derek also has problem. a sticky on the forums. If you'd like to come join the forums, get ready. Here's my problem. You may want to do that while you're listening to what Derek's about to say. <laughs> Why is nobody up in arms about Rosenbaum leaving, but everybody is up in arms about Allison leaving? Now, do not get me wrong. I love Allison. I love Chloe. And I, I, I do not want her to leave the show. But why is, are so many more people upset about her leaving than, than Michael Rosenbaum? You heard it here first, folks. Derek hates Chloe. He's never liked the character of Chloe. He doesn't think Allison Mack can act. Thank you. Did that pretty much sum it up, or did, <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Um, Seriously, answer me that. I don't want her to leave. I, I agree. I love the character, but right. why? There's nobody... 
there's not some save. I mean, is it because Michael? I guess it's because Michael made up his mind, and Allison still, you know, kind of wants to be on the show, but it's working things out in negotiation. But Michael was the same way. It was all about negotiations with the show, and it just ended up not working out, and he just decided not to do another season. Well, I think it, it goes back to what we talked about several episodes ago here on Shoe, how you know the most important aspect of the show is not the journey of Clark Kent. It's not been the journey of Lex Luthor. It is the relationships. And Chloe has been a key component of, of those relationship things, and with Lana gone now, and you know they're just worried that we won't have the shippers anymore. And so, and I can, you know, gosh, well, no, 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 that is so vital. Are, it is so vital to worry about, about that. A lot of people are confused about that. Just wait. Kristen is not gone. She's just in a lot less episodes next season. Right. So with Lana gone completely, you know, it's just hard. <laughs> yep, you heard it here first. Steve loves Lana. <laughs> people are just so, and I understand their fear because, I mean, you know, what are we going to do without the Chloe Clark dynamic? What, I mean, we're already losing a big chunk of that Lana Clark dynamic. How are we ever going to survive? Gosh. I love your sarcasm. Forget forget Clark's ultimate nemesis, Lex Luthor, not ever being on the show again. I guess that's why more people don't care, because they haven't set it up. I mean, the Clark and Lex thing pretty much just ends this Thursday night. Till the future. On a fresh new Smallville. Yeah. Fresh. I miss fresh. that. A fresh Smallville. By the way, I got the invite for the, the WB beta. Congratulations. The WB.com. And it does say when you get it, you'll be able to watch full episodes of Smallville and One Tree Hill and all that kind of stuff. One Tree Hill? Yeah. Hooray! I'm not doing it, but I'm just Yes, you will. You. Yeah, I will. You One Tree Hill it's, fan, you. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. So, so oh, I sang that last time. I'm... Again, don't get me wrong. I'm I do not want Allison to leave because I don't want to lose that dynamic of the show. If Allison leaves, do you, the, the Tom's the only person that's been there since season one. Yep. I mean, it will be Metropolis, Superman. I mean, all you'll have is Lois and Jimmy and Clark and mm-hmm. Kara. Yep, yep, yep. I agree with you. I mean, I do, I do agree with you, and I don't understand why there are a lot of people up in arms. More over this than really bemoaning the fact that, that Michael Rosenbaum isn't coming back. I think because I really believe that more than Chloe has been key to this series, Michael Rosenbaum has been. Yeah. Lex I mean, the show has been just about, just even the past two seasons, I, Michael's had more screen time than, than Tom has Seems in season like six it. and seven. I just don't see why people are so. And again, do not get me wrong. I'm 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 all for the Chloe. I'm all for. I just don't understand. It it just it kind of saddens me when everybody's concerned about one character, but one's already announced they're leaving. Is it because they feel like it's a lost cause at this point? Like Michael's gone, and that's pretty much it. I think and, so. Uh, the and Chloe stuff. The Chloe stuff is still up in the air. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I just if I really it really got me thinking about it when I saw that on TV guy the other day and he he was you know Michael was all also that is was all but saying Allison's not coming back and again that is not yet confirmed yet and I'm sitting here thinking why why did nobody care as much about Michael everybody everybody just said Michael's going everybody's not like oh man Michael's going it Michael if you're listening I'm gonna miss you. And that's all it really comes down to. 
because it's 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 Clark and Lex. That's what the show's about. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah, to you, it's about relationships and shippers. But <laughs> I know that's what you're watching for. I know. Yeah, I know. Mm. You and your glass of wine and your bowl of popcorn when you're sitting there watching it every Thursday night. Shut up, man. <laughs> Oh, well, regardless, whatever happens, whatever, and if you've seen the trailer, you kind of know the way things are going to go down, and we'll talk about it more, uh, you know, in the spoilers day, but everything is going very, I think it's probably going to be the biggest, yeah, it's going to have to be the biggest finale ever, won't you think? No, I refuse oh. to I refuse to hype it up that much. We're not overhyping it. Did, did you see the trailer? I did see the trailer. Have you read everything I've sent you about it? No. I mean, look at it. No, I don't want to be spoiled. You don't want to be spoiled. Do you know the name of it? In fact, I'm hanging up when we get ready to go to the spoiler section. <laughs> Steve, hello? Just a dial tone <laughs> on his end the whole time. Let's talk about um, the Da Vinci uh, Quest. The Da Vinci. Which was, which was this Thursday night's episode. You stole I'm sorry. My, you I stole, stole your joke. joke. I did stole your joke. <laughs> That's okay. It works. It played well with me. Well, my joke was the quest for peace. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But none, I thought maybe there'd be like a Lenny Luther reference in there somewhere, but no. No Lenny. I really didn't. I didn't think there would be. Uh, initial reaction, quest, go. Um, I liked it. I liked what they tried to do. I liked the whole, I, I liked the whole globetrotting, you know, solving the mystery thing, even though it was Lex and you were hoping he wouldn't the whole time, um, even though you knew he had to to lead into the season finale. I liked uh, Robert Picardo as the crazed monk. Um, it was kind of funny that the whole thing started in the office. And then we go all around the world. And we show and up we right, back, right back, back in the office. The office. <laughs> well, I love, I love the fact that as he's looking in that mansion, you know, his, his guard or assistant, you know, the new Gina is like... Um, yeah, he was very heavy in that episode. He was in like, yeah. every scene. Well, and the new genius telling him this is a a billionaire had this thing shipped over. He's like brick by brick, and now it's like that's what he said in the first season, you know. And it was yeah, just another great tie full, back came, to the first season. Yeah, it all came full circle, and then you see the image of the castle in Scotland. Yeah, you know he shows it to him, so that was pretty cool. And I, I did um, like the way it, it it came around because I mean it's like the answer's been here under your nose the entire time. Yeah, and uh, and I thought you didn't have to go to Montreal. You didn't have to go to Metropolis. It was right in Smallville. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Um, I like the stuff in the church. I like that Swan put all these clues everywhere. Oh yeah, Swan was like a Knights Templar dude. Yeah, yeah, you know he he but he 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 put it out there because everything was very well thought out right to the and we called it on the show several weeks ago the cryptograph is what we referred to it as. The um, the device did we call the, it a cryptograph? We did, oh. yeah. With the, with the mechanisms and the gears that made the Veritas symbol with all the coordinates. When you lay that into the, the clock <clears throat> at the church, you know, and everything. Did you know what song that was? I, I felt weird for knowing what song that was when it was playing. I, it was familiar to me. I didn't know the title though. Was that? Oh, I didn't know the title either. But was it not? You take the high road, and I take the low road. Sure. Yeah, a lot of those old songs like that, though, those Scottish and Irish songs, have different um, different lyrics and different ways. But yeah, that was that tune. 
Yeah. yeah, that was that tune. Only it was it was a different song. I don't know if that makes sense. Sorry. Um, thinking about it in my head. You like almost cried. It looked like he was about to when that thing started playing. Did it look like that to you? Um, it looked like it was very a profound moment to him to hear that. Yeah, because we know, find I, out later that, that when he was learning how to play the piano, Lionel made him practice that song. I thought he was going to go over to the piano, play it, and something was going to open. I did too. When he started to play like that, I was like, yeah. oh, something's about to pop. Yeah. And it didn't, a la National some, Treasure something, you know. And Yeah, some kind of mechanism and the piano would open up and there it would be. I, I kind of felt like it wasn't as on a grand scale in the fireplace as it would have been somewhere else. I would have, I would have liked, I don't, you know, I don't know all that's going to go down in Arctic, but I kind of figured it would be the next clue that would lead him to the final clue, you know. No, um, I was, I was glad that he found it because the actual omegahedron, um, that that's what we're calling or it. Or hedron, if you will. Oh, is it hedron? I don't know. I always call it hedron. The omegahedron. Give me the omegahedron, Selena. <laughs> I like the explanation for it because it did show Jorel was very much a man of science. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, yeah, because there has been so much mysticism involved in a lot of what's been going on, and and even you know being in a church adds that whole spiritual factor to it, and then all of a sudden. It's this awesome, you know, not a, it's not an artifact anymore. It's not a stone. You know, it, it's it's this thing that, that obviously has some type of supercomputer in it to do, to make these pretty pictures. Well, Veritas went from being this secret organization to herald an alien to Edward Teague thinking of the Traveler as a god. Yeah. You know, the, the, the coming of the second savior. So he was very much in a church. I loved all the, the Kryptonian lettering in the church. I know underneath the stone it said it was TRA with the letters when, when Clark picked it up. Um, when he looked down into it, it's, you know, it said cast your eyes. But uh, All that was really cool. The clock, of course, being down there uh, that Swan set up, all that was very neat. I still don't know how Robert Picardo got Jane Seymour. That's probably my biggest uh, question with the whole episode. Um, but that's good. Clark said, you know, he said he was Edward Teague, and Clark was like, Teague? I've heard that name. Oh, well, no matter. Who are you? You know, it's like, hey, remember that, <laughs> that Jason guy? Remember him? Clark never met his mom, did he? No, he didn't. Did he never meet Genevieve? He never met Genevieve. Genevieve? Genevieve. But surely After. he knew of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just never met her. Hmm. And I would have liked a little explanation to... uh you know, him going into hiding uh, well, was, after... I think it's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Well, I mean, you assume it happened after season four because he said after Jason and Genevieve died. And, of course, Lana actually killed... Or Isabel actually killed Genevieve. Uh, and then, you know, the, the meteors actually killed <laughs> Jason. Jason was vaporized. Yeah. Well, first, uh, he would have never survived that fall, and then forever. Well, let's not they, talk, let's they, not talk stuff like that, because then you've got to go to fugitive, 
and you've got to go to other different... I'm sorry, that's Harrison Ford. He would have survived that. Film. Oh, yes, I guess so. Don't, don't question that. Regardless, if, you, or if you're needing a refresher to the history, back history of Smalls on season four, you remember Jason Teague dated Lana. That was his father in this past Thursday night's episode, in case you didn't know that Edward Teague was. One of the founding members of Veritas, you saw a flashback to him in uh, the episode Veritas. <laughs> All right, favorite scene of Quest. Favorite scene of Quest. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I was honestly more invested in Lex's search. So every little thing that he did, I just always love when like the little clues come together. You know, I love the plugging into the clock and then the discovery of the Omega Hedron and and it lighting up in his hand and everything with the little... Right. Um, I didn't really have a... I don't know that I had a favorite scene. Anything just really, really stuck out to me. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed the episode. Well, I do believe there was a scene in the caves with Jimmy that was cut. Yeah, there was a re- lot in retooled. that Jimmy stuff, in the Jimmy quest. There was a lot that was left out, it seemed like. Yeah. It seemed like some stuff was missing. Because there was a good bit of a journey of him finding out some of these things. It took him, like, an episode to find out what it took some of those characters to took you know, four years to find out. About those caves and their symbols and everything. Well, and that's because he was just going back and looking at their work. <laughs> he went back and looked at old episodes? Yeah, he just went back and watched the DVDs. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying, though? Now, like, in Skinwalkers. <laughs> right. Like, well, you know, once those caves were discovered, and I'm, there was, I'm sure there was all kinds, you know, it just makes sense that all kinds of people began to look at different pictures that might have been released and making their own hypotheses and stuff about it. I mean, you've got five years' worth of... You know, these things floating around where people could look at them and say, yeah, that's what this would be, and that's what this would be. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's too far-fetched that Jimmy could go. Um, I didn't think it was far-fetched at all. Yeah. And I enjoyed the, the um, stuff going back to it. I just think... I, I thought think it was scene... far-fetched that Jimmy came to the right conclusions on some things. Yeah, he, he, he hit the hammer on the head on a bunch of it. Given that, you know, we go back to, um, what was it, Fallout, when he sees the the hard drive from Brainiac's ship and talks about the Egyptians. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you go a year later, you know, we're, we're, we're a little bit better off than we were. Um, favorite scene of mine, not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you. Well, I mean, I just figured you would tell it. I don't know. They had to have a shirtless Tom. It wouldn't have been a good episode without a shirtless Tom, I guess. That wasn't my favorite scene. What they've they that sells. You get people watching when you do stuff like that. Yeah, I was kinda disturbed to see Chloe turn the horn dog tables on Jimmy. Yeah. And not be on <laughs> any kind of drug. <laughs> right. Um I, I did like the the that they carved into Lex's and Clark's both of their chests. I thought that was kinda cool. They did it to both of them. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Teague, though, put the symbol that, you know, Clark was scarred with back in season yeah. two and three. Yeah. Then they did just a minor little effect, and you saw when all the kryptonite drained out of the, the stone tablet. You see it disappear, like when he heals. Oh, yeah, you saw the, the light off the top just, of his just chest. Just a little yellow glow, and then that's, yeah, no, that's fine. It's gone. That's, don't worry about that anymore. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe got that Oliver Queen jet, and she got there fast. Um, I just, there was so much little stuff. I like the scene in the basement of the church with 
the clock and then him and Lex and Teague and the Warrior Angel reference. I don't know why I like the Warrior Angel reference. I just did. Well, and I think then, it just I think it lets you know they're not done with Warrior Angel references necessarily. I think they're done with the Warrior Angel references. Today. I think that they should have the creator of Warrior Angel show up. Next I'm sure season. you think that, but I, I have a feeling after Lex being gone next week, Todd, not Darren, a lot of- Holly, call me. <laughs> I got a great idea. <laughs> um, so that was cool. Then the little fight scene between Mr. Teague and Lex uh, was cool. And then Clark running back in. I almost thought I was like, he, his blue shirt's going to be intact when he runs down there, but he was zipped up. No, he zipped it up. He had the old jacket zipped up. Yeah, yeah. Knocked uh, knocked the thing out of Lex's hand and destroyed the clock <laughs> all in one. Probably That's probably like one of the most, in that realm, is like one of the most famous clocks ever because of the way the guy was commissioned for it. And, and Clark was like, yeah, I just I broke it <laughs> pretty much. That was the way that had to go down. And I love Lex, you know, it's just like, how did you do that? And Edward's like, I didn't. And Lex just automatically goes, the Traveler. Would you not just say, okay, the Traveler's Clark at this point? If you were him, wouldn't you just be like, yeah, that's got to be it? I mean, you know, I think Lex has always known. I mean, is there going to be, from your opinion, is there going to be... A surprise look on Lex's face when Clark walks into the fortress next week. Or I really don't. I really like, don't think so. I really, like, truly don't yeah, think so. I knew it. I knew it. I don't think long. so. I, you know, I think, I think Lex is surprised any time now when he sees Clark do something that makes him vulnerable. I, I mean, you go back to season five, you know, in Mortal, mm-hmm. when uh, when he was shocked to see Clark get burned by the laser grid, you know, and and then um, he punched him. Yeah, you know, I and, love that scene. And so I think that. Uh, I think that that would surprise Lex more than anything else if it turns out not to be Clark. The question is, and of course I guess we won't have to deal with this, is how in the world is Lex going to forget all this? I don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about it. I know. Oh, okay. I thought you were worried. I'm not worried. I mean, it's just a TV show. It's nothing to worry about. No, what you're I'm saying, worried. What I'm saying is, is, you know, as far I don't know anything about Arctic much, mm-hmm. you know, other than what we've been releasing spoilers, but, you know, if you end with Lex knowing Clark's secret, wow, you've really busted up the old Superman mythos pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. So. I think a lot of people are going to go away from next Thursday episode going, what the hell just happened? Because most of the time in Smallville, like, the cliffhangers don't really happen until right at the yeah, like the last four minutes. Right. You know, meteors come down, helicopter yeah, comes yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Ship uh, opens up. Clark disappears. Ship opens up. Chloe Lois blows cries up. over. Yeah, Lois cries. Lionel's Chloe bald. Lionel's bald. Uh, Lex is poisoned. Lana's in a tornado. Jonathan, yeah, I'm all that happens just, you know, in those final seconds. And, like, the severity of all of this happens starts off like in the opening scene. Just from the get-go? Yeah. Wow. Because you get so much... I mean, there's some lighthearted... There's some good Clark and Lois stuff. There's a, there's some good Clovis stuff in this episode. Um, And that's one of the first scenes between the two of so them. it's going to be intense, yo. Yeah, I, would, I wish it was two hours. <laughs> Why don't they do that now? That would make the most sense. Do another 90-minute episode and put Throw in Dark Knight preview. 
Well, it's because CW is running things now when stuff when it comes to stuff like that. It's still Warner Brothers. No, not as much. Partly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When it was the WB, they would have jumped know, on that. I'm sure. I know. I know. I just think that that would be really, especially with, uh, you know, the strike. Yeah, I li- I'm on your that side. Make the- I know you are, and I appreciate you being on my side. You're in my corner. I am in your corner. You want me on that fence. Oh, <laughs> you need me need on that me fence. On- <laughs> I'm reaching until you just tag me in, bro. You know, I mean, Colonel Jessup, <laughs> did you order the code red? Well, okay, is there anything just in Quest that just stuck out to you as like, ah, I hate that, you know, I really didn't the, like that. Mom, the Chloe kissing all over Jimmy. I mean, you know, not... Okay, <laughs> from beyond a personal opinion of you wish that was you. <laughs> no, I, I thought that was out of character for Chloe to turn the horn dog tables on him. But, I, you know, the whole Jimmy thing just seemed out of place because it didn't seem like enough there. Um, and that seemed like something Chloe should have been digging her teeth into, and she seemed strangely indifferent to what Jimmy was doing the whole time. Uh-huh. Like, it didn't seem like she was trying to hide anything. It didn't seem like she just seemed indifferent to it until he came up with some information that was like, oh, wow, this could help. You know, and that doesn't seem like Chloe. No, that's what you do. You, you just, you know, you lead Jimmy along. And then until you actually need something nice. from him. Oh, look, you did a good job. You get a good treat. Good boy, good boy. I got your treat for you yeah. right here, Jimmy. Pat it, pat him on the head. Yeah, pat him and, on and the go head. On. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's all of that. But I'm trying to think if there's anything. Shut up. I hate you so much. Is there anything that was problematic for you leading up to Arctic? Not really, no. I don't think so. Okay. Do you think it was a good lead into Arctic? I thought it was a great lead into Arctic. I think the way it ended is was outstanding way to lead into what's going to be going down in Arctic. Yeah, that music. And then, you know, having having him break open the, the mantle. That fireplace better still be open. Oh yeah. <laughs> Next week or I'm gonna be real. Well, mad. you know, and then the whole the whole Death Star hologram and everything, it just all worked out real well. I thought that was yeah, cool. Yeah, I did too. I did think it was cool. I thought it was very cool. Yeah. Here you go. It's here. It's kind of funny that you get the impression that so many people were looking for that, and then they, and all of those people have probably been at Luther Mansion at one point or another. But but that Swan kept it a secret of what the actual thing was all along. You know, you know, Edward Teague says whatever controlled the traveler that was Swan's secret to himself. Yeah, Swan's a smart yeah, guy. Yeah, and the fact that Swan was able to. Hide that right, I mean, you know, right under Luther's nose that whole time. Yeah. Right there. Right there. I really, I just, the, the Swan was such an in-depth character. And, and anything they can do to bring that character back in now, I really enjoy. Yeah. Any, any way you can do it, it seems really, it's just on a much larger scale given what's going on right now. And I'm sure his name will be dropped again next week. Uh, too. I just wish, you know, you just hate it. Of course, I mean, Christopher Reeve died. It's a tragic thing, but to bring this character in Smallville and to have his story so closely tied to that of Cal els it it really does set a precedent. But I did, I really enjoyed. It. I think Robert Picardo was great. Ken Biller did a great job di- directing the episode. Um, well, and after seeing very... after seeing Edward Teague, his response to the Traveler. It makes the way Swan treated Clark that much better. 
You know, because you because so? Swan was very down to earth and level headed about how he treated Clark, and and yeah. about how he interacted with Clark. You know, he helped him. He helped him try to understand who he was, and what his destiny was. But he never tried to push him into anything. You know, he never tried to. In in Legacy, he got a little. You know, he got a little rough with him because he had to. You know, he had to. He said, he said, your father didn't make you run off and you know destroy Metropolis and all this stuff. But, um. But by and large, he was very down to earth in the way he handled Clark and the way he dealt with him, the way he interacted with him. But there was still that honor. I don't know, right? Is that a good yeah, honor? I mean, it, it was almost. I mean, I like how Clark. I like how Clark was like. I didn't ask to be viewed as a savior. That's something Veritas did. Yeah, you know, and I don't know that even Swan did that. I think Swan, if anything, would have been like the Merlin to Clark's Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. You know, and that, and I think that uh, you know everyone else didn't understand. You know, ultimately, Lionel would have just wanted to use the Traveler, had he not been ever, you know, the vessel for Jarrell. Right. You know, you don't know about the Queens. You don't know what their intentions would have been. But right. Edward T. kind of went off the deep end, and he, you know, you go to worshiping the guy. Yeah, and then you know to automatically have that kryptonite and the cane. Yeah. To to know that. For for Edward to know what Lex was capable of and his his journey to find what Veritas was about and what the Traveler who the Traveler really is and and how to control it, it and then you know for Clark to say oh I know what he's capable of and then Edward just to kind of it was like well we'll just solve all these problems right now then won't we? <laughs> yeah, stay here. Well, let me pop the top bitch, here you know? and see what you can do about this kind of Look at my cane. Look at it. <laughs> Behold. His pimp, his pimp hand was strong. I will say that much. He, 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 that cane was... I want a cane with kryptonite in the top. I know you do. I know you do. That's pretty cool. I did really enjoy Quest, and I said last week I, I like the ones that lead up to the finale because I think they set them up really well. Probably my favorite one that was been, has been uh, Oracle. Yeah. I, th- I think that's my favorite lead-in to a season finale. Although Phantom was, uh, not Phantom, but uh, Prototype was a really good episode because it set up the events of Phantom. Um, not just for the mole reference, but, you know. I think it. I haven't heard chocolate pie in an episode yet, Steve. <laughs> I don't know. That's because Martha's not baking anymore. What was that? I'm sorry, that's. Uh, that was a little weird. Yeah. I don't mind telling sorry. you. What's up, what's up, what's up? Right. Why can't well, we get, get some, some chocolate emails. pie in an episode? Because nobody likes you. Let's get to some emails real quick and then before we talk about Geek Out Loud, as you do at the end of every episode, and then do some spoilers. We've got one email here from... It is Geek Out Online, and then I don't say that wrong. It's, it's, the sure the podcast is Geek Out Loud. The website is geekoutonline.com. So you thought it was so good you needed two names for it. Well, no, I just... You you geekoutloudonline dot com was just that was too much. Yeah, geekoutloudonline was too much. Geek Out Loud was the idea for the podcast, and it was taken when I went to go try to get that domain domain name. Somebody has the domain of geekoutloud.com. but they're not using it. So somebody's just as pathetic as you are in the universe. All right, well, guys, it's been great doing shoe with you today, Derek. You take it the rest of the way. Maybe it's a female, Steve. Maybe there is somebody for everybody. Wow. Okay. Let's just go ahead and read those emails, buddy. 
No, I, I'm a, let me apologize. No, that's fine. No, I don't want you to apologize because I want everyone to really rip you another one this week in the forums. What you you've been you've been hounding me all week about crap. I have been. I do give you junk, and I and I owe you. And after you little, I do give soiree yesterday. <laughs> my little soiree. That's a party, not a nap. You mean my siesta? No, not your nap. Your little self loathing party yesterday. I'm not coming to start. Well, boo, boo, Whatever. Boo, boo, You're the one that turned around and I couldn't get in touch with you, so I didn't come to Hazelhurst. Well, what are you gonna do, Broseph? We could have done the episode live, live together. Live in person. One with another. With Regis and Kelly. We could have gone and found a bald eagle and had him on the show. I know. I don't even know what that means. I love bald eagles. <laughs> We've got one here from Corey. Corey says, hey, Derek and Steve. Hey, Corey. Being, I, think, I think this is sarcasm. Being the all-knowing gods of Smallville, can you explain one thing to me? I think that's sarcasm. I think he's serious. The, oh, okay. The episode... Uh, the episode Apocalypse was great, but I don't understand why Brainiac would need Kara to carry out his plan. Did I miss something, or will this be explained in the next two episodes? Also, Brainiac and Kara had to fly through a portal in space to get to Krypton, but Clark just shows up. Do you think that was subliminal nod to the fanboys that want Clark to fly, as it is never going to be shown how he got there? Therefore, showing Clark clearly knows how to fly, but still chooses not to because of his fear of being seduced by too much power. Thanks. Enjoy the show, Corey. Okay, for the first part, I think it was pretty much well explained in Apocalypse what Brainiac's deal was. Yeah, I mean, just watch the end. Well, but here's the stake in that problem, uh, and it's something that will come up next week, and I don't think it's very spoilery, so I will say it. The whole deal with Brainiac and Lex and the the object from Quest, uh, it has to be a human that that enables it. So Brainiac really needs Lex next week. Mm-hmm. But as far as the Kara, I mean, this, this everything still goes back to Zod for Brainiac. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Brainiac's all about the Zod, and just because Zod went back to Fam Zone doesn't mean he can't do the whole thing over again. Now that he's back and pretty much in full force, and of course Brainiac will be back, Brainiac will be back in Arctic, but he will be uh, viewed a little differently for some of the episode. So, but I, you know, I think they pretty much you know explained it how it's all about Zod, it's all about reshaping Earth as Krypton, destroying the human humans, and and repopulating Krypton on Earth. And since Zod and Kara aren't from the same lineage, works out pretty well. Why are you so quiet? I'm sorry. I no, I don't. I mean, you just you answered that real good. I don't know what else to say to that. You usually agree or something. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. As for, <laughs> like a good little lap dog. As for uh, <laughs> Clark appearing on Krypton, that was very much something that happened in the fortress right. with the key. Uh, yes, Brainiac and Kara flew, uh, but but yeah, Clark had to. Uh, but Brainiac and Kara had access to the boom tube that sent them back in time. Yeah. Clark and then went to, you know, the planet of Apocalypse and met Darkseid and Orion. Right. Clark used Orion. the fortress technology uh, as bestowed upon him by Jor-El yeah. to get there, and then there was a portal there on Krypton that took him back to the fortress back to the, or the caves, yeah. probably the fortress though. Um, now, do you think that fortress was one that that was automatically set up as Clark showed up? Because remember in uh, Lara, when they showed Krypton, wasn't it Lara? Yeah. And uh, 
they showed Krypton and they talked about the portals all being gone. You know, that's why Kira had to fly to Earth. Well, I think that was very much a Jor-El, a new portal. Okay. Something that, that Jor-El opened back on Earth for Clark to get in and out of yep. before Krypton blew up and, and they wouldn't have been able to get back out. I've been watching the Chronicles, the Kira, the, the Chronicles of Krypton. Mm-hmm. They're not exactly syncing up very well with what we saw of Kara and Zorel before she came to Earth. Well, uh, Zorel, I've seen the first two, and Zorel was talking like the Anus and Aether, or whatever the names are. <laughs> Anus and 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 Nam. Namak and Aether. Yeah, there you go. Anus, <laughs> Anus, and Cletus. Yeah, well, I, I sent you Chapter Three last night. I take it you didn't watch it. No, I didn't. I was busy. Okay. I appreciate Adam, all the hard work you put into the show. I was, <laughs> you didn't say it was for the show. I thought it was for my own personal enjoyment. Yeah, it was me rickrolling you. No, it was... It was... Never mind. I was looking at cute stuff. Yeah, what was that about? I don't know. I was just looking at... I got sucked into a, looking at cute little bunny pictures. There was this one little... Send me a bunny rabbit eating broccoli. No, it was a like, hamster. Wanna... It was a little hamster. It had a big old I don't give a crap what And little bitty it feet. And when I started eating, the little feet just started going... ding 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 it's two minutes of my life. I'm never going to get back is what it is. Oh, it was precious. Oh Look at his little feet. Oh, dear God. Well, uh, thanks for that email, Corey. We hope you we explained your question the most roundabout way possible. Thank you, Corey. Steve's little bunny feet. And uh, we are online at geek, uh, sorry, <laughs> smallvillepodcast.com. It's taking over uh, our home on the end. That's pretty much what we should do when Smallville ends. We should just go into Geek Out Loud together. See what you're trying to get on to? I'll let you on mine. It's all it's all, it's all stupid until you want in on it when Smallville's over. No, no, I didn't say it was stupid. I said you, 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 you know, pimping it. Oh, well, I hadn't really said little... much about it today. Really? Yeah, you're the one that's been bringing it up. Okay, okay. All part of my We're master on plan. Li- We're online. <laughs> Dad's puppet. We're online at smallvillepodcast.com, and our forums are forums.houseofellpodcast.com, and uh, Steve pretty much runs that with an iron fist. I really don't... You know what? I hadn't been very active in them lately. I haven't either. The Geek Out Loud section, that has been pretty kicking, and people have finally come... I hear, I hear you really, like, biatch slap some people in I there really the did. Day. I don't go there. <laughs> I don't. I haven't read it, but I, some people posted that you like got all hot and mighty in there the other day, and they're not going back. No, that's not what happened at all. That's what it, it's. I stole their thunder because, like, um, you are Zeus. Yeah, yeah. Because they, it's like every thread that I get mentioned on, someone will inevitably come back with a smart aleck comment about where's the next Geek Out Loud. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the Geek Out Loud section of the forums. And mm-hmm. uh, and I posted a whole thread that saying here is a place for your smart aleck comments about Geek Out Loud. Nice. And no one can say anything funny now. <laughs> they're just like this. It doesn't work. And so and they're and they're calling themselves on it like, hey, they'll start and they'll like, that wasn't very funny. And so nice. I mean I was just like, I won. So basically, you, yeah, you just shot everybody That's down right. really fast. That's right. Okay. Okay. Cool. And you can email us at mail at houseofelpodcast.com. Uh, we're working on t-shirts, and we're working with a company on our t-shirts so that Derek does not have to do them all himself this time. 
um, which got to be a real pain in the rear uh, last year. But hopefully those will be done very soon. We, we may be doing a couple different designs. Uh, Stuart did a really cool design with the, and you can see in the AAC right now, it's the shoe logo embedded inside the fortress, which is really cool. It you is very cool. It, I do you? like that. And that's definitely going to be one of our shirts that we're working on developing right now um, through a website that actually does the Lost, the Jay and Jack t-shirts. Um, so hopefully we'll have that up and going in the next few weeks so you can start buying those for when you see us at Comic-Con and come to our panel. That reminds me, I need to write a sticky because I need to call Comic-Con this week because they need our logos to put in the... Doesn't that sound cool? Like we're going to be in the Comic-Con brochure? That is cool, man. Come to the House of L. And it's going to be like Tenth Wonder scratched out or scribbled through. And then it's going to be like House of Hell, kind of an excerpt, and then really big letters that's going to say Geek Out Loud. And there's, Well, um, no, I was thinking there was going to be the metal hand reaching out to grab us from Sky Next. Oh. Uh, Sky Next? What's that? <laughs> it's that? It's that podcast we update as often as I update Geek Out Loud. Even less, sir. Even less. <laughs> Oh, man. We're going to get to spoilers right after the music. Join us for those if you want to be fully spoiled on the events of the season finale. As These are always my favorite spoilers, the episode before the season finale. I love it. You know, Smallville is going to be over next year. It's kind of sad. It is kind of sad. People are wondering what we're going to do, but that's all right. We'll join you after the spoilers and tell you all about it. You know what we're going to do? Yeah. Okay. That'll keep them around I'll for let... the spoilers. Oh, good idea. Lord. Good idea. All right. See you guys. Peace.
season finale, the world's greatest hero. Clark, you hold the future of the entire planet in your hands. Versus the world's greatest villain. Lex, this is my life. You have no right to control it. Only one will survive. Lex, don't! I love you like a brother, Clark. But it has to end this way. Smallville, followed by Supernatural. Season finales tonight on The CW. What you just heard was the trailer for Arctic, the season seven finale. It's actually the extended trailer that aired um, Saturday on the CW this morning. Yeah, it was when I saw it. So uh, it's got some more scenes that were not in the one that aired after Quest Thursday night. We've got the official description right now, and we are going to read it. You don't have that up, do you, Steve? I do have that up. Okay. We've got the official description right now, and Steve's going to read that for us. Lex discovers Clark's secret... Kara tells Lex he is destined to defeat the Traveler and offers to take him to the fortress to learn how. Clark is stunned that Kara would go to Lex, but it is revealed that, spoiler alert, you're here, Brainiac is impersonating Kara and she's actually trapped in the Phantom Zone. Chloe is arrested by the Department of Domestic Security and Lana awakens from her comatose state. Meanwhile... Comatose? Yeah. Comatose. Minatile. Minatile. Wow. I sound like Inspector Clouseau. Yeah. Kimitis. Kimitis. <laughs> Does your dog bite? Lana wakes up from her Kimitis Me- <laughs> Meanwhile, in an epic Derek turn of events. Hey, look, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, Clark and Lex face off in the fortress, and Lex learns Clark's secret. Erica Durant and Aaron Ashmore also star in a storyline that probably will not be as near as interesting as everything else that's going on. <laughs> Todd Slavkin directed the episode, and it's written by Don Whitehead and Holly Henderson, and promises to be amazing. It really does say that in little letters, and in, epi- in a B-plot storyline that won't be near as interesting. <laughs> so three scenes have come out from the episode. Uh, one of them is a Clois scene, one of them is a Chloe and Kara slash Brainiac scene, and one of them is a Clark and Lex scene. Uh, no, I've not encounter. seen these scenes at all, by the way, uh, of the, the recording of this. At the fortress, um, the Lois and Clark scene is kind of a funny little scene, and you know why I like this scene. Have we ever? Have you ever seen Clark in the blue shirt and then put on the red jacket? Mm. That you can ever think of? Have you ever seen him go to something and pick up the red jacket and put it on? Mm, no, I, I can. I mean, I can. I've seen him. I know we've seen him in the blue shirt without the jacket on. Yeah, but have you ever seen him physically like go put on? No, the jacket? I've never seen him put was, the jacket on. It's just kind of like putting on the cape to me. I don't know. Like, it's not... They don't do it in a big way, but to me, it's just kind of like, yep, here's the cape. They don't make a big deal about it? He just throws it on? Well, the the thing that's cool about the scene is Lois hands Clark uh, an application for employment at the Daily Planet. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I See, I yeah. hadn't seen these scenes yet. Yeah. And then he, he put, he's putting the jacket on. and just I don't know. It's a cool scene. Chloe and Kara's scene is cool because you get to see Chloe pull some uh, kryptonite on Kara. But, of course, it's actually Brainiac. And uh, Chloe kind of has a little Matrix moment. Uh, I'll wait till some of you see those images or that scene for yourself to find out what that's about. But it, it's definitely Brainiac taking an effect on her. And then the Clark and Lex scene is, of course, of them at the Fortress. And it's a lot from what you've already seen in the Fortress of... Um, by the trailer of, you know, Lex holding the Omega Hedron. <clears throat> you know what kills me? What's he's that? He's got this huge, he's got the huge 
classic Luther trench coat on. Mm-hmm. You know, and but he's if you see him like walking up to the fortress, he's got that that Gore-Tex. Yeah, suit the, on. <laughs> the the giant parka. Yeah, it's kind of like the trench coat was bunched yeah. up in it. You know. <laughs> Well, well, now that I'm here, Clark, I can take this off. Clark suit. Oh, thank God! Now I can look very Lexus. And he's got the gloves on. I don't know. It just looks real cool to me. And he, and he was holding this this glowing purple thing. Uh, the trailer is really cool. You know, the fortress is just falling apart behind him. And Lex says, "I loved you like a brother, but this is the way it has to end." Mm. And that just like like set the tone completely. Or. Because like, what does he say? Oh, yeah. In this scene, he says, "I could have helped you be a hero." Yeah, you know that's that's the thing. And and back in in season three, in the episode uh, was it Slumber, where Clark dreamed that he went to Lex and Lex had found things out, and that was Lex's thing to Clark in his dream was, you know, I would have protected you, I would have helped you. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Anytime he ever finds out about him, that's kind of that's kind of what he says. Not in those direct words, but it's always some allusion to that. I could have, you know, I could have been your right. ally. I, I could have been there with you. And so instead of choosing to do that, of course, now at this point, he, you know. Right. Bastard. You're not going to finish that Well, I mean, you know, and, uh, well, I don't think, I don't know how to finish it. I'm just saying instead of choosing now to do what he says he would have done, he's like, well, you hurt my feelings by not telling me all these years, so I will not help you at all. Right. Well, some stuff that is in the spoilers that came up before people's there was a spoiler on that Craig put on Krypton side about one a character you might not have expected to see in this season. That is, of course, Lana, as you saw in the trailer. That scene was actually filmed a while back, though. That, that's not new footage. Well, I mean, it's new footage, but Kristen filmed it before she left. Right, for Kristen Dad. didn't come back and to Vancouver and film for yeah, Arctic. Yeah. So she does wake up from the coma. That Brainiac's hold over her does leave, but Chloe ends up in the hospital with those with those eyes. Later. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that does not bode well. Uh, the director's cut for this has come out, which is Edward Teague on a Luther Corp jet, and he is uh, going into under protection. Basically, Lex is putting him into hiding with the new passport and everything. And Kara walks up. But she's Brainiac, and she wants to know where the Omega Hedron is, um, how to you know where the device is that controls the Traveler, and Edward says, you know Lex, Lex must have it. I don't know. Lex possibly has it, and she he flies he she. It gets difficult. It's not like Zod Lex. I mean, you get Karen Brainiac. It's harder to say. Craniac, Craniac, Kara. Karniak. Karniak. I like Craniac better. Craniac. Okay, well, anyway, she Brainia. flies out of the jet, and the jet just, you know, tears to pieces. Because she's ripped, she rips this hole in it and holds Edward's head out until he Until his head pops her, off. You know, where yeah. the device is. Well, it should, but the jet's already kind of descending, and then chokes him and leaves him on the floor and then flies out of the jet and then the whole thing just kind of tears to pieces because of the hole. Well, the and I want to say this in that director's cut, and we'll talk more about this hopefully next week with the Arctic episode, in that director's cut, Kara, or Laura Vandervoort does such a great job of channeling James, James Marsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me that last night, and I 
I think that that's very much too. Also, um, there's some speculation on whether or not Kristen or Lana, when she wakes up from her coma, she immediately leaves town. Um, <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Somebody, somebody, our supercara that posts a lot of the news on our forums. If 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 you know it's not already up on our site or whatever, um, emailed us and said, "Is this true?" And I I just put. <laughs> I wrote back and I said, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm tired of this crap. I'm out. This is really getting old. This is really <laughs> getting old. Son of a... Well, just, Kristen is it, Kristen is not gone. She will be on the show next season. She's just not going to be in as many episodes uh, as she normally is. Um, I wonder, I, I'd like to know, sit down and think about the count of the episodes she was in this season. Three. She was in more than Five. three. Bizarre. She was in Bizarro. She was in Kara. Let's not. I mean, let's. I was kidding. Let's not do that right now. Was she in Cure? I don't know. Why can't I think today? I don't know. Having real trouble. Having well, said anyway, all that, but yeah, Lana will be in season eight. I think people are just automatically assuming she's. That would be a funny way, just to end Lana's character. Her just wake up and be like. Mm-hmm. Screw this. <laughs> I'm gone. I mean, I and, and so no heartbreak here. over leaving Clark or anything. Just like, I'm done. It, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see she is crying in the trailer. There's a great scene of Clark and Lois crying in the trailer and them running to each other and hugging. I know you got choked up over that one. I didn't Steve. even notice it until I went back and watched it again. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in yeah. the trailer. I still don't think that that's a good finale trailer, though. The extended one's a lot better. But think about like the trailer for like commencement and stuff. Can you I don't remember those? those. No, I'm sorry. Um, see, they're like my favorite. See, I think that's something they should always do on the DVDs is put the trailers for those episodes. Well, you know, something they didn't do on the season six or season five, put the previously on clips from the beginning of the season premiere? Yeah, but it's on the HD. Well, I don't have HD. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I don't understand why they didn't do it on because the Because they do awesome on, previously on montages. They've always done awesome previously on montages. Yeah, on on season six, Zod, there's not a previously on intro. I thought that was good. And I didn't even actually realize that until Houston and I were doing Shoe 2. We did the we did um, Zod and didn't realize that there was... Um, <laughs> that previously on wasn't there. I was expecting to see it. But... Back, man. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you and Houston did on shoot two. That was before I was here. You listened to it? Well, you listened. No, to the it? first one I remember you guys doing was where you went and I'm hitting play, and you forgot that it went to a menu before. That was. Oh right. yeah. Okay. You don't like me. That's fine. That's fine. So, and then all this Chloe stuff is coming out about her getting arrested, but whether or not it's Allison's last season and that she's on the ventilator, uh, getting arrested is really not as big a problem as some other stuff that Chloe will face in this No, Chloe's gone, guys. Whoa, whoa, buddy! Oh, yeah, we're in the spoiler section. I can't say stuff like that, can I? (laughs) Chloe, where is that coming from? I'm just just trying to start crap up with TWOP again. Oh, a little well, twop. It, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much, apparently. Either they like us or they don't. I do appreciate. We had a lot of mods that emailed us in after all that. That was that were like, "We're sorry for all that crap. Don't judge us by the actions of a few." 
and here we've been dogging on them for the past I five episodes. I just want to add fuel to the fire, buddy. I hear no, you. I'm just kidding. I, no, I, I really do like television without pity. I just wish people wouldn't jump to conclusions, but people do it on our own forums, too. So This is kind of weird. What's that? I'm on, uh, I just happen to pull up Krypton site all of a sudden, just to, as I do at the end of every episode to make sure, uh, in our inbox to make sure nothing's come over from the CW or anything and make sure Craig's not posting anything. There's a banner at the top and it's for, uh, something in Startville. Oh, wow. Free comic book day? Hmm. It's a week That's late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Startville, that'd be about right. So, well, Arctic, I, <sighs> We we had a good thing going. Steve was going to come to Starville. We were going to do another video episode, and he pretty much just screwed us on that. All right, everyone. Thanks so for joining apologize. us. We appreciate you listening. No, this is my final episode you to, of Shoot. You need to go ahead and apologize, to everybody, for the for what could have been next week and now what will not be. You told me not to come. Well, I'm not doing this on. I'm not doing this on the air. I'm not doing this in front of the children. We'll, we'll, all right, all right, all right. Just give me a minute. We'll talk about. It. We'll, we'll hang up this is my power. final episode of Starkville's House of L, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say it's been a great run. Derek, take us out. Don't make me cry on air, <laughs> sir. I care more about you leaving than all these other people. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. It's going to be a packed episode. We are going to have so much to talk about, and then we're going to have three months of absolutely nothing to talk about. So join us for one last hurrah. Next Here week. you go. So I'm good. Okay? Hug it out. We'll talk to you. All right, let's hug it out. You lock it up. We'll talk later. See you guys. Bye.